The Giants optioned Joey Bart and they made a trade for another catcher. So we'll talk about the move next. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on this show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked on Giants listeners. Get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON at checkout. And coming up on today's show, guess what we're going to talk about? The Giants made a move with... The catcher position, they optioned Joey Bart to AAA, and they acquired catcher Austin Wins from the Philadelphia Phillies in exchange for left-handed pitcher Michael Plasmeyer. So Plasmeyer was acquired in the Matt Whistler trade with the Tampa Bay Rays last year, but and we'll get to him in a minute, but I want to talk about Austin Wins and also what this means for Joey Bart. So Austin Wins is a 31-year-old catcher who has 115 games of Major League experience, and he hasn't hit particularly well at all at the Major League level. 216 average, 255 on base, 326 slugging. It's a 55 weighted runs created plus. So you might be thinking, why on earth did they target this guy? Well, he's known as a very good defensive catcher, and the minor league numbers are intriguing. And you might be thinking, Joey Bart, similar story, right? does well in the minors, but clearly struggles in the majors. Well, I think there's more of a chance, at least in the immediate term, to get something out of Austin wins at the plate when you look at some of the minor league numbers. Like, for example, in AAA this year for the Phillies, he is hitting 365 with a 504 on base and 500 slugging. Those numbers obviously jump off the page. It's a 179 weighted runs created plus. Last year in AAA with the Orioles, he had a 174 weighted runs created plus. So the hitting at the minor league upper minors level has been fantastic. But what also jumps off the page for me when I look at his minor league numbers, let's just say for this year, he his walk rate is 20.9% and the strikeout rate is 13.4%. Just by comparison, when Bart spent 2021 in AAA, his walk rate was 7.5% and the strikeout rate was 29.4%. And this is something we talked about a lot coming into the season. If you're striking out like 30% of the time in the minors, it's going to be, it's going to go up probably when you come to the majors. And so when I look at the strikeout to walk ratio, I mean, there's no doubt these are just crazy, intriguing numbers by Austin wins in AAA. But that being said, I put stock definitely into his struggles at the major league level. So I don't think this is a like groundbreaking type of trade. There's a reason that 
Austin Wins wasn't able to stick around in the Baltimore Orioles organization, a team that has consistently been very bad over the last many years, and that he was in the minors for the Phillies and not at the major league level. And also, they didn't give up an elite prospect to get him. Plasmeyer was considered by some to be in the back half of the top 30 and not just back half, but at the end of the top 30 within the Giants organization in terms of prospects. He's a control over stuff guy, left-handed pitcher, doesn't really have above average pitches, but he does have really good command. And sometimes that can lead to some major league success. But this year, actually, his command in AAA eluded him and his walk rate is like double anything it's ever been before, pretty much. And so I don't, it's not a top prospect that they're losing. And that's kind of why this is interesting because Austin wins. He wasn't on the 40 man roster for the Phillies. And so he doesn't go onto the 40 man for the Giants unless they add him. And we have heard that they do intend to add him to the 40 man roster. And what's also interesting here is that he cannot be optioned. So once he's added, they can't just send him down. And so what if he doesn't do well? That's kind of where I land on this is that it doesn't necessarily feel like a finished picture. I think there's more to the saga of the Giants at the catcher position, but they do have optionable players in Bart and Papirski now, and it's going to be Kasalian wins from what we've heard. But the Giants will have to make a corresponding 40-man move to get wins onto the 40-man roster. And yeah, I mean, that's the reality of the situation for now. I just want to point out, I've said this a thousand times, but the catcher position, offense is hard to come by. And so it's not like you have to get a really good offensive player to play the position. You just kind of have to have someone who gives you a competent at-bat and can play good defense and lead a pitching staff. And I think that they've they've got that in wins and with Papirski. I think Papirski is a little bit more of a work in progress. When you look at some of the hitting numbers in the minors, that you really like the strikeout and walk numbers like you see with wins here. But the overall just hit tool hasn't been there for Papirski. And I think we saw that a little bit when he's played a few games at the major league level. But wins has a lot more major league experience. He has had more upper minor success, and he's got that strikeout-to-walk ratio thing going, and he's known as a good defensive catcher, and you know he went to Fresno State, born in San Diego, so kind of somewhat local, I guess you could say, California kid, and I mean, he's 31, and I'm sure he's crossed paths with Mike Yastrzemski when I look at the fact that he spent so much time in the Baltimore Orioles organization. And so I'll be interested to hear like the quotes from Kapler and Zaidi and some Giants and wins himself once he's added. So tomorrow we will have all of that for you. Coming up next, I want to shift our attention to what this means for Joey Bart and also talk about just what was another very disappointing game yesterday for the Giants, something that has unfortunately become more and more of a theme as the season has gone along. But before we get into that, whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Looking for jewelry but having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7 available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. I don't know about you, but I really enjoy the modern convenience of being able to do these traditionally very difficult things and 
somewhat intimidating things where you got to deal with salespeople. When you can do it from the comfort of home, whether it's buying a car or buying fine jewelry, that's I'm all about that. So make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked on Giants. Listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON, plus every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. All right, as promised, I want to. I got more reaction to this trade. This is pretty significant. The Giants optioning Joey Bart. They gave him somewhat of a long leash. We're into June here, and it's just been a struggle pretty much the entire time. So we're going to talk about what this means for the Giants' former number two overall pick. We have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcasts even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcasts.com dot com slash survey. Thanks for your help. So yeah, what does this mean for Joey Bart? Well, he's an optionable player. He still has two minor league options remaining. Option years that you should really I should really say because he that means that this year it counts as one option. If he's optioned once or five times, it counts as one option year. And so he's got two option years remaining. And he's been optioned this year, so it's this year and potentially next year if he's optioned next year i hope that makes sense but the new rule is you can only be optioned five times a year as part of your option year and so they don't really have to make a ultimate decisive move on joey bart they can just send him down and have him work on things so it can't come as a big surprise for joey bart who is hitting 156 with a 296 on base and 300 slugging with a bonkers 45.4% strikeout rate, which the last I checked was the highest in Major League Baseball. And he actually had a good first week. So since then, it's been all downhill offensively. I think he has 12 hits, 14 hits on the season in, you know, we're in mid-June almost and 14 hits. Some guys have 14 hits in a week, you know, or less sometimes a great week, but that's been Joey Bart's season. He definitely showed improvement with chase rate and as a result his walk rate was a really healthy 13.9 percent so kudos to him he clearly worked on that this should show us nothing else than that it's the major leagues is just extremely challenging and you can be such a great player that you're the second overall pick in the country and you can do very well in the minor leagues and be considered one of the top prospects in the game and then you come to the major league level and it's just hard so He's obviously incredibly talented, but the major league level is just very hard. And it was it was hard for Joey Bart to even really make contact. That's the issue is that even in 2020, when he struggled, he was making contact two thirds of the time. And this year it was down to, you know, it was down five percentage points. And so he just needs to make more contact. And this isn't the end for Joey Bart, but he's going to have to improve and he's going to have to show tangible improvement. Otherwise, He's just going to either continue to struggle or continue to be held down in the minor leagues. And 
I don't think that this saga is over. Like I said, I do still think that making a serious upgrade for a player like Wilson Contreras would be on the table. I think a lot of teams are going to be interested in Wilson Contreras, so I'm not saying that it's even all that likely that the Giants will end up with him. I think that they want to give uh, Austin wins some run here at this position, but if it doesn't work out, that would seem to make another significant move or at least a significant move potentially more likely. So shifting gears, I just want to talk about this game because, you know, until the Giants made this move this morning, this was going to be our primary focus today was kind of major takeaways, not just from the game, but from the season as a whole and how yesterday's game kind of was the perfect illustration of how the season has gone in that there was some good offense in a short spurt, but it wasn't sustained. The Giants got three runs in the first inning, looking really good, and then they got shut down the rest of the way. That's not totally been the case. They have scored a bunch of runs overall. I was chatting on Twitter uh, this morning about their run distribution, and it is interesting. They've kind of lived in the extremes. They've scored zero, one, or two runs like a lot. They've also scored six or more runs a lot, but the case was made and it's it's perfectly it's 100% the right point to make that once you're over like 6 7 runs it doesn't matter you're going to win the game almost all the time so it's kind of wasted if you are over that and if you're at like 3 2 1 or 0 you're going to lose a lot of the time and so i don't know they haven't actually lived in the middle very often they've been a team of extremes offensively But that being said, I ultimately think that that's kind of random and that when all is said and done, they'll probably end up being more consistent. But how about the bullpen? And how about Carlos Rodon? And just that there was some good to take out of the Carlos Rodon start. I think mostly he was effective, but he wasn't able to go deep. He threw almost 100 pitches in four innings. Every single inning was a struggle to put guys away, and it caused them to have to go to some of their lower leverage arms to cover those innings. And like Zach Littell started the fateful inning, gave up a couple of weak kind of ground ball singles. And then Jose Alvarez, who was just so good and reliable last year, gave up two home runs all of last season. He's given up two backbreaking home runs to the Rockies in the span of just a few weeks here. Those are the only two home runs he's allowed. And up until the point of the first one, he would he had the longest active streak going of not allowing a home run. But he gave up a three-run homer left-on-left left to Charlie Blackman on a changeup, his best pitch. Blackman had just swung through one, and then he put one in the cove. So it's just been that kind of year for the bullpen. And over the last 30 days, no team has had worse results from their bullpen. Giants' bullpen ERA is like 5.5 or 5.82 or something over the last 30 days. It's just too many runs allowed. And when you, you know, they allowed five runs to the Rockies. So if you're going to try to win that game, you're going to need six or more. And that's just asking too much on a, on a consistent basis. But it has kind of felt like that, that a lot lately this season. So coming up next, we're going to take a step back, look at some of the big picture numbers and also some significant roster moves that the Giants had to make prior to this game. They lost a pitcher to an injury. So we'll talk about that in a second. But first, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, hello, 
Warriors versus Celtics tonight. Huge game. Lots of action. You can check out at Bet Online about that game and series. The NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. All right, as promised, we are going to talk a little bit more about this game and just the, the season as a whole for the Giants and what they've done over the last 36 games. I'm just going to give it away right now. They've been 16 and 20 after starting 13 and 5. So we're talking about a sustained period over a month where they have been a below 500 team. And it just, they have not been able to get any kind of run together, whether it's like an 8 and 2 stretch or 15 and 10, even. Like they just can't have any kind of sustained success. And it feels like one day they very much disappoint you, like last night. And then the next day they come out and they score. 11 runs and they win in a blowout and you feel better and hopeful that they can carry that over. And it just hasn't happened for the last month plus during that stretch. I mean, they have had a nice winning streak, but they've also had long losing streaks. And so even if they have a stretch where they go six and zero or whatever, they also are going zero and seven. And so it's just kind of crazy how it's been that way. But those first 18 games, 13 and 5, those count also. So overall, they are 29 and 25. It's not a great record, but it's also not terrible. And they are still in playoff position, but barely. They Their lead in the wildcard race is down to one game over the Atlanta Braves, who are the defending World Series champions, and they've won six straight. They, they're just 29 and 27. They had a rough start. They had a rough start last year. And they have a plus five run differential. The Giants are at plus 28. So look, you you're you got a one game lead over the last playoff spot and you're just four games over 500. So the Giants have looked more like a 500 team recently and really below 500 over the last month plus. So they got to get it together. And, and there's really no reason you should be losing a game like you lost last night. On the one hand, it's one game and anything can happen in one game. But on the other hand, it's just been more of a consistent issue where they just haven't been able to consistently like win series and beat the teams you're supposed to beat and maybe play 500 against teams you're not supposed to beat. Just the way that they cruised last year, it has very much not been that way this season. And it's been it's been a bit of everything. Like sometimes the offense has been inconsistent. Sometimes the pitching has been unlucky sometimes the pitching has just been bad sometimes the bullpen has been bad sometimes the defense has been bad that's been actually a major issue I don't recall the defense being such a problem last night but the bullpen I mean Jose Alvarez just giving up a three-run tank in that situation is just like the last thing you want and it's just unlikely but it happened so that's that the roster moves the Giants made Alex Cobb placed on the 15 day injured list with a neck strain retroactive to June 4th. And that's a blow. Although we were just talking on a mailbag about Jacob Junis sticking in the rotation. And what do they do if Matthew Boyd and Anthony DiSclefani are ready to come back? And we said injuries always have a way of sorting out these quote problems. And maybe that's part of 
The bright spot here is that it creates a space potentially if one of those two is ready to come back if this is a nagging issue for Alex Cobb, which hopefully it isn't because the peripherals are just so good with Cobb. The strikeout rate is fantastic. The ground ball rate is just fantastic. And normally just those two things combined, if you can have that, not just he should be better than he's been, but he should be very, very good. And he just hasn't been. But I would... Over the next two-thirds of the season, if he can be out there and continue those peripheral numbers, I believe the production will be much better, much better. But he's got to be out there for that to happen. They're hopeful he can come back right around when he's eligible, which would be on their next road trip and in Pittsburgh specifically. Uh, so in a corresponding move, Sam Long was recalled from AAA, and he was fantastic in relief last night. Fantastic. And for a bullpen that struggled, it's clear like if you perform well you probably deserve to stick around and he performed very well great pace just attacking the zone with the fastball curveball and changeup. thought he looked great Darren Ruff welcome back from the bereavement list he missed that series in Miami but he is back he unexpectedly lost his father and so you know we send our best to the Ruff family and welcome him back it's good to have him back um obviously you know, you know, wishing him and his family nothing but the best. And Jason Vossler was also optioned to AAA. So that's pretty much all the time we have, and that covers everything. Coming up tomorrow, we're going to be talking about uh, reaction to this trade because we're probably going to see wins added to the roster. So we'll have quotes from him, from Kapler, from Zaidi, possibly from old teammates like Mike Yastrzemski. Also something to watch, Brandon Crawford exited last night's game with some quad tightness. So It'll be interesting to see if he's able to be back out there tonight. So once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on Twitter at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please smash that thumbs up button, that five star button, whatever you can do to help out the show. I would greatly appreciate it. So thank you in advance. And thank you to everyone who's done so already. Truly. Can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. Stay locked on Giants.